Welcome to On the Bench. I'm Josh Newberg, and we are synonymous today. I know, I know, everybody's excited. It's okay. I have Zach Boston here with me, and today's podcast is a continuation from earlier this week. I did my AMA, Ask Me Anything, on Monday. Uh, we're taping Zach's today, and I believe Chris and Brendan will be recording theirs later this week. <clears throat> Zach, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good. I think the members on Knowles 24-7 understand this better now. Um, they submitted questions for myself over the weekend, and eh, they were okay. I think these are going to be a little bit better. So you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Tampa Knoll 776, Brendan's favorite. He says, is it going to be crazy for the July 6th camp? Are you, Newberg, and Chris going to be there to cover camp? Yeah, we're, we're all going to be there, all hands on deck, because we're going to need it. Um, I think the, the current numbers is, um, you know, for the June 6th camp, that's obviously the mega camp. And I think Florida State's saying there's going to be over a thousand prospects there at the camp. So obviously, that's going to be a lot to handle in itself. And they're expecting a lot of, um, you know, good, good FSU targets there. So yeah, we're, we're all going to be there. Um, me, Chris, Josh and Brendan, um, taking it all in and giving you guys the latest. And when you say a thousand prospects, you really mean a thousand high school football players because Florida state will be probably interested in maybe 50 of those. Yeah. Maybe 25. And we'll see. Exactly. And we're going to have to, you know, sort through the, the big, right. yeah. All right. Moving on. How many wins does FSU get this season? Let's just knock this one out right now. Um, I'm going to go six. All right. How is FSU staff going to be able to manage all these big time recruits for the first weekend in June? Well, I think a lot of people, you know, don't understand is now that Florida State's allowed to, you know, host visitors again, um, they have a full on field and off field staff along with the, you know, a full recruiting staff there. Um, and even some student assistants helping out. So they're going to they're going to have tons of numbers, you know, on that coaching staff able to, you know, show these visitors um, th that they're a priority on campus, even if um, they're coming in, in big numbers. So, yeah, they, they've got a lot of guys um, in that office that are ready to uh, to to do some on campus recruiting. World to view. Do you think there is a significantly underrated recruit that's being overlooked? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anyone that I can think of off the top of my head that's um, severely underrated. I think um, Florida State wide receiver commit Devon Mortimer out of Dillard High School down in Fort Lauderdale. Um, I think he does everything you want in a slot receiver. Um, and, you know, if you want to look at, you know, him being underrated, he's a three-star prospect. I think he could be bumped up to, you know, more of a higher three-star, low four-star kind of guy as this cycle um, progresses just because of how um, fluid, fluid he is with his routes and how sure-handed he is uh, in catching the ball. World Two View also wants to know what's your opinion of the Mega Camp. I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, anytime you get that many college uh, coaches and high school coaches in the same place, and it, it's really just about building relationships. And and Florida State's going to be able to uh, accomplish that with how many kids and and parents and seven on coaches and high school coaches are going to be in attendance along with these prospects. So I think um, the mega camp was a great idea. Why and do you think it's such a polarizing topic? I think a lot of people think that because um, so it's Florida state's, you know, inviting schools like Arizona state and Oregon, 
which she's which we've seen Florida State, you know, recruit against very recently. Um, you know, you want to talk about quarterback AJ Duffy. Um, you know, that was basically Arizona State Florida State battle. But what they don't understand is that you know Arizona State isn't sending their head coach Herm Edwards out here to, to this camp to go and recruit players. They're they're going to build relationships in the state of Florida, and Florida State's allowing you know that that to happen. You know. But, but those, those schools also attract more talent to campus. Kids see, oh, you know, these West Coast schools are coming. I, I want to go, go get over there and see, get my name heard. And, then, you know, out of that big group of, of visitors of over a thousand kids, you're, you're going to find some diamonds in the rough. Um, and, you know, Florida State's going to be able to capitalize on that, capitalize on those kids that are on their campus. RDC02D. Whew. Favorite recruit so far in your career to interview? Man, um, I I keep thinking back to, you know, uh, back in, I think it was 2019 cycle, Akeem Dent, um, always a great interview. He kind of spoke his mind whenever we spoke to him. So, you know, I appreciate when recruits do that. And, you know, he was he was always a, a fun interview to do. So I think probably my favorite recruit to talk to is Akeem Dent. Have you become personal friends with any of the recruits you have interviewed? have ever um, not like extremely personal because you got to kind of keep it apart um right. you know, a decent bit but yeah I, I still talk to recruits um and not only just at florida state um you know recruits that sign at other schools i was pretty close with a couple of them so yeah i definitely keep in touch and and you know track their careers at these other schools ben Cunert, Cunert, what is travis hunter's personality like is he a fun person oh yeah Big time. Um, everyone that's around him is just, you know, their spirits are uplifted. Every recruit I talk to, especially like if you talk to anyone in the state of Georgia, they know who he is. They know what kind of person he is. And, um, you know, he's just a jokester and he's always making everyone around him laugh. So, yeah, he's, he's definitely a fun person to be around. Josh and I witnessed that at the, the IMG 7 on 7 camp that we were um, yeah. in attendance. He's also one of those people, and I'll just say people, with a presence like you feel when he walks onto the field people understand what's happening people are watching from two fields over if he's out there on the field and sometimes he's talking trash to a, <laughs> he's playing one team but he'll be talking trash to two teams that are standing on the sidelines he's yeah. but he does it in in a in a good natured way and it's fun uh mariner 51 which of the 2023 20, wide receivers do you see at fsu um, if I had a pencil, you know, predict one in right now, I'd go um, American Heritage receiver of uh, the four-star Santana Fleming. Um, there's a lot of connections to FSU. The staff is doing a pretty good job so far um, early on in his, his recruitment. And, um, you know, his dad grew up, is a fan of Florida State, so that always helps. And uh, I think uh, FSU and him sit in a good spot right now. So he, he's the guy in that class that I would predict. Yeah, I think I have a crystal ball on him. Um, agent, agent cock, agent K-O-K, cock, right, Zach? Uh, what do you think is FSU's biggest pull to recruits when they're on campus, i.e. facility housing, academics, honey fried chicken, co-eds? What, what's getting these kids excited? Yeah, um, it, you know, it depends where the recruit's coming from, but let's say if, if it's not a state kid, um, especially like if they're from up north, the, obviously the weather in Florida is, is always great, especially you know, during this time, and it's a little hot, but, you know, some of these recruits that have gone through these um, tough winters are, are really appreciative of that. So, 
I think, you know, obviously the weather and then when you get on the Florida State's campus, um, the campus is just really nice. And I, you, we hear a lot of recruits talk about that when they walk around, um, you know, Tallahassee in general, they just, you know, comment on how, how beautiful the campus is. So I think that those are the two things that are working FSU's favor the most. Yeah. And also the coaching staff, just getting in there and yeah, for sure. building a really, or seeing somebody that you've built a relationship with. All right. Agent Cock also wants to know. Do you ever get irritated when other insiders on other team sites discredit you because of your age? Tony Mitchell CB stands out. Does this happen? Oh, um, I, no. I, what happened was I think uh, I put in a crystal ball for Tony Mitchell to Florida State, and a lot mm-hmm. of the Alabama fans were were not happy about that. So they were. But they it were says con- insiders on other oh, team sites. Has that happened? Because let me know. Let me know who. Yeah, I, I have no clue. I haven't seen any insiders talk talk about me, but um, even if they did, I, I'm not worried too much about it. Yeah, uh, Hasselhoff Noel wants to know, and this is a good question: What's your beer pong record? Um, I think I'm three and zero. There you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't like play that much, but when I do, I'm like a sharpshooter. So you're a ringer. You only come in when for the big stakes. Yeah. Sunday Gold, have you considered voice acting and being typecast in the role of Ransom Demander? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have told me to get into that profession. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm liking where I'm at right now, so I'm, um, you know, I'm not considering it too much, but we'll see. TB3Golf714, this has been asked a few times, so I'm just going to ask it once. F. Mary Kill, the other Noel 24-7 staffers, are you familiar with this game, or is this like... yeah. Are we, are we sure we're allowed to play this on the pod? <laughs> I've played. I mean, see, the thing is, I always – I feel like one, when it's asked, you just have to answer it. it. You you have to answer it, and then you just move on. Okay. I've answered it on this pod, I think, at least two or three times. So go ahead. Just get it over with. Okay. Um, I'm going to – this is tough. Yeah, it's bad. Um, you just got to yeah. do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say F – Brendan, Mary, Chris, kill Josh. <laughs> I can understand that on many levels. All right. Yeah. Cronol wants to know. And, and like three people asked that question. So we're just, we're done. Cronol wants to know. <laughs> and this doesn't make sense either. Does Newbert clip his toenails while waiting on the bench outside the moor? <laughs> I think I've worn, worn um, shoes every single time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's about. Um, yeah. He does some weird stuff, but I, I've never seen him do that. Right. Bloom 24. Uh, do you know of any plans for the staff to do a cookout type recruiting event this summer? Are we expecting them to make visits to FSU this summer? Um, the first part, no, we haven't heard any anything about a cookout. I know schools like Miami and Florida are doing something like that. Um, I've just heard, you know, just basic recruiting events at Florida State, just hosting visitors so far. But, you know, we'll see. Um, we haven't heard anything about July yet and if that's going to be, you know, open or, or they're going to host any events at the end of July, like in years. Yeah. Past. I've been told that there's no plans to right now. They're just going to kind of feel it out, see how it goes. Um, they kind of feel like recruits might be burnt out by then with all the visits they're going to be taking place in June. So they don't want to start planning something for July and have a recruit say, well, I'm going to miss June just come in July. Then. So I think it's something that they're going to play by ear but nothing that's set yet. All right. Bloom24 also wants to know, you got two options here. 
Which one are you taking if you guaranteed one? Okay, option one is Dante Anderson, defensive end, and Nigel E. Kelly. Option two, Marvin Jones Jr. So you got Dante Dante Anderson and Nigel E. Kelly or just Marvin Jones Jr.? I'm going just Marvin Jones Jr. I think Marvin Jones Jr. is a surefire um, elite pass rusher. And don't get me wrong, I think Dante Anderson and Nigel Kelly are super talented, and, and obviously Kelly um, is moving up the rankings himself. But just the impact of, of Marvin Jones, Jones Jr. on this program to, to land a recruit of that caliber, especially with him being a legacy recruit, would just, you know, would just shock the world, basically. And, and um, I, I think it would just um, pay dividends in future recruiting classes, especially with how big of a name he is. Um, down in South Florida and just across the country. Right. Zach, in your honest opinion, is FSU able to recruit on Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State levels regularly if they can win in the range of nine-plus wins year in and year out? Yeah, of course. Um, Bloom 24 must be 16 years old. Yeah, I mean – Because about eight years ago they were recruiting – They were doing just that. (laughs) Better than those teams year in, year out. And it was all because they were winning 10, 11, 12 games a year. So, yes, they – it's been seen – you don't need Zach's honest opinion. You can just scroll back a couple years and see that it's been happening. Harper B, biggest surprise, McCall commitment or T-Web canceling Clemson visit and scheduling FSU? Um, McCall commitment (laughs) – I don't Um, know how these two get compared. Uh, Sam McCall is a five-star DB that committed to FSU like back in January. And Treyon Webb is a five-star 2023 recruit who's traveling from Jacksonville, who's probably only canceled Clemson because travel plans. And uh, because he's two hours away versus like five or six hours away. And he's scheduling FSU. Um, I don't think it's much of a surprise, but it is great to see Trayon Webb on campus. Do you take anything from that? Is there a correlation there? What do you mean between like... Like, does it signify anything? The fact that he um, canceled his Clemson visit? I don't think so. Or is this simply just a scheduling issue? I I probably, I'd I'd guess a scheduling issue, but I don't know the details. But I love how people can find a way to look at it differently. All right, yeah. FSU 0421. Do any professors try to get you to give them the inside scoop? Um, I haven't had any professors at FSU um, that have done that. But in, in high school, actually, I, I had two professors that, that were um, you know, following along with my work and, and are FSU fans. And they were always asking me for the inside scoop. So, um, But maybe, maybe as I get into more specific classes in college, I'll, I'll um, get to know the professors more and all that. 0406 Noel, do you find your age has been positive factor in gaining the trust of recruits? I think so. Um, especially when it when it comes to in uh, in person um, interviews or just me going out to events, um, you know, recruits I, I think are are more bound to trust me just because I'm I'm more of their age and can relate to them more. Um, but you know, I don't think it's a huge difference. I don't think it's like a an advantage or anything um i still got to work hard and and develop relationships and i think it's just something that that you're always going to be updating is your relationships because when i was your age when i started off when i was 22 
I was definitely in closer with the recruits. But then as I got older, I started to become in more with the high school coaches and then the college coaches and then the, the, the recruits parents. And of course, like I still talk to recruits and all that, but you just kind of, as you go on, you're like, Oh, I relate to these people and these people relate to me. And you just start seeing it all. So it's interesting, but you're doing good. Um, Big earn over under on four and a half commits in the month of July. I'm going under. That means, you know, I, I'm not going to predict five commits. I think right now I would go two. Well, I think what he's, yeah. Okay. So your two are, are I'm assuming Quayshon Sapp and Daughtry Richardson. Daughtry Richardson, who we all have crystal ball to FSU. The other July commitment that we know about is Elijah Pritchett. He's July 2nd. Um, you know, at first I thought it, this was easy to take the under, and I'm not saying it's because Elijah Pritchett's going to commit, but I think just the fact that so many visits are going to take place in the month of June, I think some recruits m- may be ready to shut it down in July. Like June might be so taxing on them, meaning like, you know, going from city to city and, and visit to visit officially, unofficially, whatever. I could see some, some recruits ready to shut it down in July. So the four and a half commits, I'd probably agree. I'd probably take the under, but the more I think about it, true, I can see where where you could get to that number. All right, RDC zero two D. Where do you? Oh, this is good. This is funny. Where do you see yourself going in your career? Do you think you would ever go national to somewhere like ESPN USA Today, Fox Sports, or stay small time like twenty four seven? If staying small, do you think you would ever become national with them? Or do you like the even smaller feel of somewhere like Knowles 24-7? Do you think you would ever want to go to TV? Damn, he's really trying to make us feel small. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a complex question. I, You know, I'm just taking whatever opportunity presents itself and, and just taking it day by day. I'm, I'm not trying to project too much into the future. Um, you know, I'm really comfortable where I'm at right now. And I, I, I love it here at Knowles 24-7. So... Um, you know, obviously those things are possibilities later, later in my career, but you know, I'm just trying to work day to day and and be the best I can be, um, right now. Yeah. And I learned something similar to this. I learned this lesson from my cousin, my cousin, Jamie Newberg, who a lot of people, if you've been in recruiting for a while, you would know, Jamie, Jamie got started in the mid nineties, um, and worked for ESPN scout rivals, pretty much everybody except 24 seven. And when I was getting started in 2005, 2006, 2007, Jamie told me one of the things he wishes he would have done. And remember, Jamie was a national guy everywhere, but he told me back then one of the things he wishes would he would have done was continued with Gator Country. He was one of, um, I think, Brady Ackerman and somebody else started Gator Country in the late 90s. And his reason for that was like, when you're a national guy, you keep making more and more money, but it's not really tangible. When you're a site guy, you can always lean on, well, you know that you bring in every month this amount of dollars. And I witnessed in Jamie's career when he started to make a lot of money, he started to bounce around. Nobody would sign him to long-term deals. And then eventually, you know, it was hard for him to stay in. And he's been out of the industry for a while. And I think if he had that team site to sit back on, this, this team site that generates revenue every single month, I think maybe he'd still be doing this. Um, but I understand you know, and I wanted to be a national guy and that's all I wanted to be. I never wanted to to stay on one team site for a while, but understanding the business side of things, 
I understand why I've stayed on a team site and what it's done to my career and all that. So it'll be, you got a lot of time to think about it and it's an ever-changing industry, but um, if you ever want to stay small time, Zach, we got a spot for you. And I think, and I'll be honest with you, outside of some people on TV, like a local, I mean, regional, I think you can make more money in this business than, than being on TV. All right. Chris4153, this is an important question. Does Ethereum eventually flip and take over Bitcoin? I don't know, dude. Everything's everything's going down recently. So um, I feel like anything could happen um, in the crypto market. You know, I haven't been paying too close attention, but um, it seems like Ethereum's, you know, definitely taken a, taken a, a spot um, in the market. And, you know, we'll see over the next couple of years how, how things shape out. Because... I don't think anyone thought Bitcoin would be what it is now, um, you know, years back. But um, it's just crazy to see how like this whole new wave of currency is um, shaping up. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And me and Brendan have a stock show if, if people want to hear more about that. J Rod thirty one. Since you're Josh's protege, what does Josh lack that you step it up on? Um. Yeah, I don't want to comment on that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, this is your answer. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think you lack anything. You you do your job really well. Um, I guess I would just say like, um, like getting out to a bunch of places. Like I'm, you used to do that a ton, but now you're kind of um settled down more and like, washed. Yeah. Yeah, doing All a right, lot of. Let's flip it. What's something that I do that you see that you want to step it up on? Um. I want to do better in, in developing like relationships with high school coaches and parents and college coaches. And, and I think you do a great job at that. And that's definitely something I'm working on myself. And that's just time. It's just time. Yeah. And for years, um, I used to just show up like my one piece of advice for you. And I've told you this a million times is just show up to everything. Uh, for about eight, 10 years of my life, I sacrificed a lot and I just was everywhere. And the greatest compliment I could ever get was, you know, I'd see a coach from Miami out at a tournament in Oregon, you know, I'd be at the opening in Oregon and I'd run into this high school coach from Miami and he'd be like, Josh, man, you're everywhere. And I didn't care about breaking news. Like if people would congratulate me on this or that, or a story that I wrote, but like when somebody would say, man, you're everywhere, like that was the compliment that, that I like to hear because that I felt is what separated myself from from the rest of the people covering recruiting um, when I was coming up. Matt329, do you think the hashtag Kane Madden Detalia was done by the staff, at least in part, so that they could show Madden how he could benefit from Florida's new NIL law that starts in five weeks? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I don't know too much about how how they, like, I think it's definitely something they're pitching with, with how much um, that hashtag gains steam over social media um, and, and how that could affect, you know, this new NIL stuff that's going to get in, get uh, put into place over summer. Um, but yeah, it was definitely orchestrated by the staff, I think. And, um, you know, it blew up over Twitter. So it looks like something that could, um, you know, if Kane Madden does end up at FSU, could they could replicate, um, you know, more down the line with other recruits. Yeah, and I wrote about this in my Sunday scoop piece. Yeah, Sunday scoop piece. And um, no, it's not a coincidence. They are doing something. You can kind of read about it. There's a paragraph in there about that. D. Heasy. It seems FSU is making it into a lot of elite dudes, tops fives or tens. 
who has us on that list and you think we have absolutely no shot of getting? So he's talking about somebody that we probably write about regularly on the site, um, a big time name that maybe some FSU fans think we're going to get, but you think we have no shot at. Who, who is their name? I got one in mind. Um, Kamari Wilson, the safety at, over at uh, at IMG. I think he has FSU in his top six, um, mm-hmm. like, like exactly. And I just see him going to Georgia, and if not Georgia, then you know somewhere else before Florida State. Even though I think FSU is doing a good job of recruiting him. All right, I'm going to say you? his name, and then I'm going to have to duck. I'm going Kevin Coleman. Dang. I know. I hate to break. Oh, I hate to do it, but I think he, I'm pretty certain he's going to Alabama. I think he really likes FSU. I think he's going to trip there. I think we'll write a bunch of good stories about him this summer, but I think it's going to be Alabama. Um, KSD, Noel, how much would Gene have to offer you to work full-time for WarChamp? Not going to happen. You don't have to, you don't have to say the number, but you got to have the number in your head. Zach. It would have to be a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like where I'm at right now. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. All right. Speaking of, Bloom24 wants to know, favorite part of working for Knowles 24-7? I would just say, like, the camaraderie between, like, all of us. Um, I think, like, the crew is, like, definitely the best part. Um, You know, Brendan, Chris, Josh, like, they all have it, um, their best interests for me, especially at at heart, um, with everything that we do. And I think that's, like, the best part about working on and just learning the business. And they've helped so much um, with me and, and getting to know um the ins and outs of everything uh within this within this field yeah it's been good to figure out kind of where we all fit it's definitely taken a minute because even when you first started it was almost like some of the things you were doing was almost like stepping on our toes we had to figure out how that relationship was going to work and now i feel like through the pandemic in the recent six months we've really hit a spot where we're working as efficiently together as we ever have. And we're kind of like filling in the spots where others have weaknesses or whatever. And it, it's, it's clicking right now at Knowles 24 seven. I'll say that much. For sure. All right. NYC Knoll 92. How ticked were you when Warchant showed up at your pre-spring game photo shoot meetup? Um, you know, originally I was, I was pretty upset just because of how much, you know, I put into, I basically messaged every single recruit, which is, you know, almost a hundred um, prior to, prior to that event, and made sure that they were going to be there. And then, you know, obviously the other media showed up and kind of just leached off of the um, the work I put in. But you know, everybody eats, so um, it happens. It yeah, happens. it happens. And but you know, it, it was still it's still a good event, and I'm not disappointed in it at all. Yeah, but there are definitely like there's disappointing days in this business. Like remember recently when I drove down that one night to go interview Malachi Lyman oh and had to sit through his whole basketball game only for Adrian McPherson to like pedal him out the back door and, and give me like, you know, that sort of I've shared that disappointment that you shared where there's nothing you can do about it. It eats you up, but you can't let it eat you up for that long and you have to just move on. And I know that feeling you're going to unfortunately have to deal with it a few more times before your career's up. But I felt your pain um, with that photo shoot meetup thing that kind of got spoiled. I, I know that feeling. 
Mr. Foreman wants to know, what did you do to celebrate your 21st birthday? Um, I took it a little bit, you know, relaxed. Um, me, my girlfriend is up here at Florida State um, with me during the summer. And we kind of just relaxed, drank a little bit, um, and just just had fun. So it, it was it was a fun day. And I got I went into the um, the West Cop Fountain, uh, the tradition. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah. Was anybody else out there? Or you just Yeah, there were actually a bunch of people out there, surprisingly. Yeah, that's fun. Um, my 20, I'm a summer birthday too. Summer birthdays are different in college because you don't have like all everybody there to celebrate with you. Yeah. Mine was, mine was pretty low key too, compared to how I normally go out. Like my 21st birthday was actually low key. So yeah, summer birthdays up at Florida state are a little different. This was submitted by none other than Brendan Sinone and it's a buyer Sinone. And he has three things here <laughs> real quick. Uh, buyer Sinone, Brendan's deer avoiding skills. Bye. Josh with short hair. Bye. Newton Knoll. I don't like, I don't know. What <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they got going Newton on. Don't, Newton Knoll up to something like in the thread or something? He must be. All right. NYC Knoll 92. Would, would you rather be stuck in a car with Sinone in the middle of South Georgia or have to cover or recruit with Michael Langston? Um, Definitely stuck in a car with Brendan <laughs> No doubt. Jamrock Knoll. Zach, which is your favorite? All right, all right this is funny. This isn't a, a buyer Sinone. Which is your favorite? Buyer Sinone from Brendan. Check all the boxes from me or the numbers work out, Josh. Um, I think uh, I think check all the boxes. Chris was on a good run, you know, with the podcast saying that like pretty much every episode back in the day, so... You know, that's a classic. And he really unknowingly does it. Like when yeah. I when I break out, numbers always work out. It comes out, it's like a whole segment. Like Chris yeah, just Brendan, does it. Brendan's is a segment. Like Chris right. is just laughing. That's why it's the best. Last question, and this one's fitting. How does it feel to do Berg's job for him? <laughs> um, it's it's definitely not doing his job for him. We're we're I feel like we're we're like you said, like we're complimenting each other like perfectly. Like you're dealing with like a lot of the big, big stuff like transfers and and you know bigger recruits, and I'm I'm doing like day to day talking with recruits and doing interviews like that. So like yeah. we're providing a lot of people also don't understand that like I in a way like I kind of steer the ship like yeah. from a business standpoint. You know, like I deal with the twenty four set whenever we have an issue. That's me. I have to get in the trenches. I got to throw hands like. There's a lot of things that are on my plate that have nothing to do with recruiting that have to do with the site that we have to take care of. And all right, you're going to keep doing my job and you're going to continue to do a great job of it. Zach Blostein, thank you for hanging out for your AMA. Um, thank you guys all for listening and we'll be back this week. We'll have one with Chris and one with Brendan. Stay tuned.